But the other part of it is oftentimes that's what creates curiosity and that's what creates polarity in a relationship is you're not the same with everything. You're always going to identify fixed mindsets in your partner. And when that happens, there's a way to approach it that is kind of like, honestly, maybe this is my mirror. Um, let's talk about it. Welcome to Next Level University. I am your host, Kevin Palmieri. And I am your co-host, Alan Lazarus. At Next Level University, we believe in a heart-driven, but no BS approach to holistic self-improvement for dream chasers. We bring you seven episodes per week to help you level up your life, your love, your health, and your wealth. Self-improvement in your pocket every day from anywhere for free. Welcome to Next Level University. Do you two believe in agree to disagree or should we always strive to be on the same page? Great question. Ooh. I'm going to let Jeff lead all these because Jeff is the relationship coach but amongst us, between us, between us, amongst I us. appreciate you, man. Us. It's definitely been fascinating. I've learned so much through this, uh, through the coaching and so much from Emilia. I want to give credit where it's due. So I would say agree to disagree if you have to, but most people jump there too quickly because they're not willing to actually get to the root cause. And the root cause is usually a deep insecurity in one or both parties. So a great quote we say at The We, which is the other business, um, Emilia and I's business, is the biggest bottleneck to the growth of the we is the limiting beliefs within the me. And so, or insecurities of the me. So I would say to answer the original question, yes, you can agree to disagree if you have to, uh, but don't jump right there because there's there's something to learn about yourself and about your partner on a vulnerable, deeply meaningful conversation. We undervalue the value of conversations so much. That's why we invested so much time today in talking, Kev, is the, the deeper understandings that we got will pay dividends, you know, many, many decades in the future. I'm kidding. But uh, <laughs> they, will pay, they will pay dividends for that's sure. That's true. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I would agree with Alan. I, I think it's, it would be ideal that we would always be on the same page about everything, but I, I just don't think that's realistic. And it's okay not to be. Alan and I are, I mean, we could use this as an example. We have things that we're never going to be on the same page with, right? And that, I'm okay with that. I don't want, I won't say anything publicly because who knows what I'll say that. No, you're welcome before. to, man. I don't yeah. know anything off the top of my head, but I know there's, I mean, behind the scenes, you and I are very different human beings. Yeah. Right. So I, I think that it's just the understanding. And to Alan's point, I think you just keep digging because eventually you'll get to the truth and the truth might actually shift. But the other part of it is, oftentimes that's what creates curiosity and that's what creates polarity in a relationship is you're not the same with everything. So that's what I'm going with. Uh, one more thing. If you must. <laughs> I know. I know. That's what we disagree on right there. There it is. See yeah. what I did Alan there. interrupting. Oh, no, you didn't interrupt, I guess. <laughs> Alan going and making us late. Got to. Got to. Uh, that is one thing we fundamentally, I'm kidding. So the, the gold is buried underneath the conversation. So, um, don't underestimate, oh, here's what it is. You're going to both leave the conversation more aware than you went in. Mm. I'll give you an example. So, uh, Emilia and I, I adore, adore eating food, watching an inspiring movie. Like, love it. Nothing better. It's the best. It's awesome. Emilia loves adventures. 
Uh, so the hike we went on to Lookout Rock yesterday, she absolutely loves it. She loves nature. I've started to love nature way more. She's started to love inspiring movies way more. Uh, right now we're watching, you might have seen it come through, Kev. The Age of Ultron, the Avengers, don't, the Age so of Ultron. they don't tell me what the purchase is. They only tell me the price. So it could be anything. Oh, okay. All right. So feel enough. free, you know, feel free to do whatever it is you want. You'll never know. CFO over there. Yeah. <laughs> what movie could possibly be 50 bucks? You know, I'm joking. But my point is, is that you might actually evolve and you might be grateful you did. So yes, agree to disagree, but don't be too quick to do it because there's probably an evolution of you that, that could benefit from you're both going to leave more aware at, at the very least. I could add to that, but I won't because then Alan will have to add to it and that'll be it. Next one. Be. I, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> if you have a growth mindset and your partner has a fixed mindset, what are ways to support them without causing shame and reinforcing the fixed thinking? Oof. What a great question. Strong, strong question to whoever that was. Um, sorry. Just like blew air into the <laughs> mic. <laughs> sorry about that. Everyone who's listening. Uh, that's, that's how, how good of a question that is. The problem with the fixed mindset is that the people who have a fixed mindset don't think they have a fixed mindset. Very rarely does someone have a fixed mindset and say, yeah, no, I have a fixed mindset. Totally. Very, very rarely. So it's almost like one weird suggestion I'll give you is actually recommend the book. There's something about, and Brandon, you actually mentioned this to me recently. You said there's something about an article that you write that I can send to somebody that's less, it's less like con confrontational. It's just like, ah, oh, hey, give this a read if you want. And that can change. There's something less threatening about reading an article versus some of the stuff I said in that article. If I had said that, hey, Brandon, uh, you know, your goals, the way you're setting goals traditionally, man, mm -mm, no, no good, right? But if you read the article, you might go, interesting, this quantum goal setting thing. I never thought about it that way, right? So it's a less attacking way um, to to confront someone. So I think recommending the book Mindset by Carol Dweck would be cool, but I do think that your fixed mindset partner could also take that as, well, what are you trying to say? <laughs> you know. Um, so that that's what I would say. The second piece, I would say that vulnerable problem solver again, Damn. you have to be willing is that what your answer was? Yeah, I got another Yeah. One. You have to be willing to say, I honestly think that you've got a little bit of a fixed mindset here. This is what I do with Emilia. Emilia and I are always contemplating how to get better. And I've said this so many times where I'm like, I think this is your mirror, but it might be mine. Let's just go with it. A lot of the times it ends up being mine. <laughs> like honestly, more times than the other way around. But sometimes it really is, especially when it comes to business or finance or any of that. Usually it's her mirror um, or math or science because that's my genius zone. But but usually there's something I'm missing or something she's missing. And usually uh, we have a fixed mindset, one of us, or an empowering. Uh, uh, this is the question we ask each other. What is the empowering belief that has dis that's actually limiting that's disguised itself as empowering? And so you're always going to identify fixed mindsets in your partner. And when that happens, there's a way to approach it that is kind of like, honestly, maybe this is my mirror. Um, let's talk about it. Alan stole my thunder. He stole basically everything I was going to say. So next time I'm going to have to jump the line. I think asking questions. Oftentimes we have to come to terms with our own truth long before we let somebody else give it to us. So I'm not 
I don't, I've never quote unquote coached Alan or mentored Alan. It's always been the other way. He's definitely mentored me since the beginning. But the one thing I do think I help Alan with is I ask him questions and I let him come to his own answers. Today, we were going deep and we were just firing questions at each other. And we were just thinking like, oh, you know what? I've never really thought about it that way. If I had to answer that question, what would the answer be? I think that helps you raise your awareness. So if your partner said something along the lines of, oh, I could never do that. Simple question is, oh, what makes you think that? Go down that path. And they say, well, you know, this would happen, this would happen, this would happen. Or is there anything in your life that you didn't think you could do that you do every day now? And there you go. You're down the path of raising awareness, maybe having a deeper open conversation and hopefully not looking like a villain doing it. You just have to make sure you're very centered. And you have to be curious too. Like be really curious about the answers because you're going to learn something about your partner while they learn about themselves. Fire. Hey, thanks, man. Questions are the answer. Questions are the answer. Hashtag hyperconscious. Hashtag next level you. Um, this one is going to be, this one I'm sure like most of the community can relate to. Um, how can we set boundaries after we've been living one way for a long time, like with our partner, and then one of them gets into growth and the other one's not really into growth? Like how do you set that boundary when your relationship's been kind of, jeffed for like a really long time and now one partner's just all of a sudden bringing boundaries into the relationship wow that's a great question hmm. let me do alan <laughs> <laughs> do you want to take this one or me absolutely not no i don't want to take okay. this one first <laughs> all right man so i want to i want to side with you you're the you have the podcast and the coaching and i i think that's valuable i appreciate you man of course um so when I was 26, if you're a long-term listener, you know I got in a tough car accident, got a, a massive Mario Kart booster, for lack of better phrasing, into personal development and all things growth after that. I mean, I just went, it's an understatement to say that I went all in on growth. Uh, every book I could get my hands on, I mean, to a detriment, genuinely, I was just, all I cared about was growth and I didn't realize how much the growing pains would, would be um, challenging. So anyways, I was in a relationship and this other person didn't have this post-traumatic growth happen after the car accident. And she stayed in the same trajectory that she was on. And so that was actually really challenging in hindsight because I was all about reading books and podcasts and starting businesses and fitness. And I was a fitness coach and I was, I was doing all these things. I started doing fitness competitions and the relationship dynamic changed so much. Because I changed so much in such a short amount of time. And quick disclaimer for anyone out there who is in a relationship, who is super into growth. Uh, we've seen this countless, time, countless times at NLU, especially for team members. They'll come on the team, they'll start growing exponentially, and the relationship dynamic will shift. It's very difficult. So, so here's what I would say. You've got to do it along the way. Otherwise, the rubber band will most likely snap later on. So like the moment that you start noticing any sort of disconnect of growing apart or wanting to in include boundaries or, or grow or evolve, you're going to have to be very, you're going to be, it's going to be consistent. It needs to be consistent, I should say. What I wish I had done, and, and again, I'm grateful for where I've ended up, Emilia and I, unbelievably happy, but in hindsight, it's very clear to me that I wasn't as proactive as I could be with bringing her along the journey. I think I kind of went off on my own and just started growing, growing, growing. And I tried to share awareness here and there, but I wasn't necessarily as 
vulnerable as I wish I had been about like her lack of growth. And so if you want to inject a boundary, know this, it's going to be uncomfortable. There is no way around discomfort. Uh, You're just going to have to do it and trust that what will come of that will be what's best. Because when you are setting a boundary, you're really just honoring a core value. And if you don't honor your core values, this relationship is not going to work anyway. Um, so I guess the fear of the long-term not working out should be greater than the, the, the fear of the short-term conversation is what I would say. One of the questions we get asked most often is what is my purpose and how do I figure out what I really want to do with my life? And even if you're one of the few who do know what you really want, you might not know the steps to accomplish it or even worse, you might not believe you can. There's a bunch of people and programs out there that are trying to show you the easiest way, but not necessarily the best way for you. Next Level Group Coaching is not only a place where you will understand yourself at a deeper level, but you'll also understand how everything you're learning applies specifically to you, to your life, and to your goals. The Next Level You family is built on understanding, inclusiveness, and creating a supportive environment where you can always be your authentic self. Many programs like this are literally thousands of dollars. Ours is not only more affordable than that, but with our six-month payment plan, it's less than $100 per month. And by the end of the first call, you'll have definite, clear, and specific goals. And by the end of the program, you'll have the exact daily steps to accomplish them or your money back. At this point, our group coaching program has graduated dozens of people from all over the world. We only take 10 at a time, and honestly, we cannot guarantee the price will stay the same for future groups. Now, there are a ton of reasons you should do this now, but the biggest one is that the version of you you're working so hard on becoming is waiting. I would say say start very small, and this is what I wrote down while Alan was talking so I wouldn't forget. Proactive boundaries. So what do I mean by that? I think many of us have internal boundaries that we say, if it gets to this point, I'm going to stop it. If you can make those real and put those out into reality. So I try to do this I do this really well on coaching calls. I'll say, hey, or when I'm on other podcasts, this is my boundary. Hey, I only have an hour. My heart stops at the top of the hour. Now we both know. Now I can start to realign my behavior accordingly if we get close to my boundary. So if it's at 1057 and you're asking me another question and I start to break rapport with you, there's a reason why. I think many of us, we have or we decide, you know what? Uh, I'm going to learn for X amount every day, or I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this. My boundary is me. I'm going to put up a boundary for me making sure I get that done. But if you don't share that with somebody proactively, you're expecting them to change behavior without new knowledge. So that's what I would say is put it out there early. I tell Alan this all the time. Hey, man, I only have till blank tonight. Like Tara and I have dinner plans. I only have until blank. That changes the intention of the time we have together. So oftentimes I think that we assume other people are going to know, recognize, and adhere to our boundaries when we don't tell them until we're in the moment. So I think if you can be proactive, that's helpful. Far. Thanks, man. I had all that time to think about it, so that's the benefit of going second. <laughs> well played. <laughs> are there activities that we can do together to understand where your mindset needs to shift? Mm. Check-ins. Mm -hmm. Um, Emilia and I's check-ins have evolved a lot Uh, we've got one for finances we've got one for relationships and we've got one for house rules what we're calling house rules Uh, I would say checking in any sort of any sort of time where you sit down together 
for an allocated amount of time and you say, let's check in. And you can ask questions. You can, there's certain questions that Emilia and I will ask. So one of them is uh, the permission question. So I've talked about this before. Is there anything about me, my character, or our relationship that has been bothering you lately that you wish didn't, but it still sort of does? That question, we actually asked each other uh, last time we took Tucker for a walk, and we really sit with it. Like, is there anything? Is there anything lately? It can be so simple. It can be dishes. It can be the bed, you know, not being made. It can be anything. It gives, it's it's called the permission question for a reason. So that's that's what I would give is the permission question in particular. Is there anything about me, my character, or our relationship that has been bothering you lately that you wish didn't, but it still sort of does? It gives your partner permission to say, listen, this has been bugging me. Even though it kind of, I've been suppressing it. I wish it didn't bother me, but it does. I'll give you one more example. After the gym, I have this weird thing where I don't want to like, after the gym, Kev, uh, so I'll have like a hardcore playlist on during the gym. It's usually a rap workout or a rock workout or some sort of motivational thing. Half hour timer, once it goes off, I immediately switch to another playlist, my favorite movie scores. So it's it's very um, calming music. And Emilia and I, we go to the gym together all the time and we both have AirPods in, so we do hand signals. And we both get after it. Sometimes same muscle groups, same workout, sometimes not. But we we go to the bathroom, wash our hands, that whole thing, and then we're we're headed out. We drive together, obviously. In the car ride home, she put on a book, and she listens to her books on like three times speed, or maybe not three. It's like two point five times speed. It's just like really intense. And I and I told her, I said I honored a boundary, and I said honestly, I had a moment where I'm like frustrated because I was in such a calm mood, and post workout for me is very sacred. And that really got me back like in my learning mode. And I'm not, I'm trying to like, I just had a long day. I'm trying to like unwind. So fitness for me is the transition from work day to like R&R, which I don't get enough of quite frankly. So that was me giving myself permission to actually express, hey, this is actually bothering me. And now we've been, we've been great with that. Now she knows. So it's awesome. I would also ask yourself some questions. I have them written down here in my notebook as Alan was talking. Again, benefit of going second. Uh, I have four questions, and I made them all C's so we can say the four C's. Number one, what is one thing you are curious about when it comes to your partner? Number two, where do you feel the most certain? Number three, what is the greatest challenge you currently have and you may feel can go into the future? And the last one is what's one thing you can be courageous about in that moment or during that day? Those are, again, to Alan's point, you can ask yourself so many different questions that'll help you change your mindset. What of my needs am I getting met? What of my needs am I not getting met? What of my needs am I meeting for my partner? What of my needs am I not meeting for? There is so many questions you can ask yourself that will give you a new awareness and allow you to make a different decision moving forward. But you just have to make sure you're answering them truthfully. I think we all know at a deep level, at least... Yeah, if we dig, we can figure out like, yeah, you know what? I know I've been Jeffing this or I know I'm not super excited about what's going on here. I know I have to have this conversation. I'm just dreading it. I think we all know it's just a matter of what will it take for us to actually do it. 100%. 110%, he says. Next level nation. If you are a member of the NLU family, you want to get to the next level. And oftentimes the people in our lives, they may not know how to help us or they may accidentally hold us back. Our eighth round of group coaching is starting. Uh, 
on October 4th. I can promise you will, there will be none of that. Fully empowering an amazing group of other individuals who want to get to the next level. Alan, myself, we have a, a co-host in the group as well. Bi-weekly coaching calls. It's wonderful. If you are interested, please click the link below or in the show notes, and we would love to see you there. There's also office hours every other week as well with the assistant coach for anything that you have questions on. We have a workbook, private WhatsApp group. You get to use the app, track your habits. It's honestly awesome. Uh, also, every Saturday, as you've heard many, many times, uh, we do something called the Next Level Book Club. We are currently reading Switch, this book right here. I always take the sleeves off so I can't show the cover, but Switch by Dan and Chip Heath. The chapter that we just read it was Bright Spots. Oh, this is Script the Critical Moves. This book is unbelievable at helping you change your behavior. A lot of us know a lot, we're learning a lot, but are still having a lot of trouble actually executing, actually getting our behavior to change. It's a lot easier to contemplate how not to eat ice cream than it is to actually not eat ice cream. Um, and I love ice cream, so I'm not necessarily saying that's a bad thing. My point is, is that we are easy. It's easier to tell ourselves a new story. I'll start Monday or I'll start Tuesday or I'll work out one day or maybe that diet program's wrong or whatever than it is to actually just do the work and, and change our actual behavior. That's what this book is fire for. Come with us. It's a community of very like-minded people. We discuss the book. We discuss the chapters. We all discuss our own lives and we learn from each other. Sharp minds sharpen one another. Great books with great people. Join us every Saturday and the link will be in the comments and show notes. I want to challenge the NLU family too. If you're somebody who has said to yourself, I can't find my people, I promise we have plenty of groups, plenty of communities for you to find your people. So please just reach out, be courageous, do something new. As always, we love you. We appreciate you. Grateful for each and every one of you. And at NLU, we do not have fans. We have family. We will talk to you all tomorrow. Please reach out. See you next week, everybody. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Next Level University. We love connecting with the Next Level family. We mean it when we say family. If you ever need anything, please reach out to us directly. Everything you need to get a hold of us is in the show notes. Thank you again, and we will talk to you tomorrow.